This week on the program, we're talking about Championship Weekend. Oh yeah, baby. Here is your host, the one and only, Buddy It all comes down to this. High Decibels looks to huddle together a group of misfits to pair with Hertz and McCaffrey in order to defend his title against the juggernaut terrible tally. That's pretty much it. That's the log line. That's the sales pitch. If you're tuning in for the pay-per-view this weekend, that's it right there. And at the bottom of the SLFFL, we have the opposite pitch. We have gone deep, trying to climb that hill like Stranger Things, but on two bum feet against smoking Blunts and his giant sack full of bad luck, man. This might be a bigger selling point than the championship, as is tradition. Checking the score on this matchup will be like slowly driving past the scene of a horrible car accident. You gotta look, man. And one of those two dodos will be handing over the keys to their same level team to one of these two dodos when Booyah tries to immediately jump back into the top league after one year in the farm, like a college freshman experimenting in the fall. In order to do that, though, he'll have to defeat the one and only hanging with Hernandez, which, well, that might not be too tough, but who knows? You don't know. You never know. You never know. Oh, man. And you never know, but you know what? Terrible Tally should win the cup easy at this point. He's currently winning 284 to 191, so Fornicators needs to outscore him by like 100 to pull it out now. But you never really know. You don't know. You don't know until you know, right? So that's why we play these matchups. We're going to find out what happens, but we like to predict. We like to look ahead. We like to, you know, if you're in it, you're going to be there. Like, I'm sure that you're just staring at your phones all week refreshing projections, refreshing player statuses, questionable, questionable. It didn't really matter all season until now. And now you're like, what does that word even mean? The word questionable has lost all meaning. It sucks for all of you still involved. For those of us that aren't involved, I hope you had a great Christmas, whatever you celebrate, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, I don't know the time frame on those things. I think Kwanzaa starts this weekend, right? I don't know. But whatever it is, I'm sure you didn't have to do too much work, hopefully. If you did, I'm sorry. Also, thank you. Can you imagine working in the service industry on Thanksgiving Day or Christmas Day? Fucking brutal. Brutal. Like I like to think about that when I'm entering in what I like to call cheese and cracker season, Christmas Day. I could sit there and just pound it. A whole sleeve of crackers, a whole brick of cheese. Don't even need food. I, I know that's food, but it's not really food. You know. But I'll just pound that beer, which right now I don't do this very often, but I am drinking. I've been out handling the kids. The kids are out of school right now, which I love, of course. Duh. Love that. But you got to take them out, right? Because they'll just, I don't know about you. I don't remember what I was like when I was like 12 years old, but I don't remember being stuck on a computer like all day. So you have to like pry them off of the computer, get them out, put them in the car. We're going out to dinner. We're going to go get some food, fresh air. You got to do those things. You can't rely on the school system. Not during this time of year. It's kind of a bummer. 
kind of a bummer. So I am drinking because it's been a while. I got to get that down. Recording this at nighttime. Recording the whole thing on Thursday night. That's the thing about the holidays, too. You just procrastinate. You're like, well, fuck it. I pulled off Christmas, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys had to do anything like dramatic on Christmas Eve to get your shit together. But maybe you were following along with me on on Slack on Christmas Eve, but I had a tall task ahead of me. I did succeed somewhat. I put together a basketball hoop, and I know that sounds so easy. I'm sure you think you could do it. No problem. More power to you, man. Go get yourself a a legit full-size basketball hoop that comes in a small box. It's going to be a 1,000 pieces. The, the manual is going to be 50 pages long to put this bitch together, and you're going to lay everything out. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to get through most of it in a couple of hours, and it's going to almost look like a basketball hoop. It's going to be so close. It's going to be laying on its side. You're going to have like two pages left in the manual. It's going to be two in the morning. It's okay. You can see it. You can see the basketball hoop starting to take shape, so you don't really care. And then you get to the final piece. You slide the bolt through, and you see the bolt sticking out the other end and you just need to put that final nut onto the bolt and you look around the driveway and you got nothing fucking nothing <laughs> i the whole thing got put together it did it's fine i slam dunked on it like dwight howard that's horrible that that's my dunk reference but that is orlando through and through it's fine but i'm missing one nut to put on the bolt. I'm just like, you know what? No one's going to see that. It's fine. So that was my Christmas Eve. Three in the morning, finally finished. When I, oh, I, I say finished. Finally just said, you know what? It doesn't need the nut. It doesn't. It's fine. So I hope that you guys had a more relaxing Christmas Eve. You know, if you weren't in the semifinals, which... Sorry to those of you who lost. Babes. I was living with her at the time. Still am. Still feeling that. Not fun. I can tell. Like, I haven't been in a semifinal championship. You know, I mean, the farm doesn't really count right now for me. I used to be in the same level stuff. All right. With the big dogs. I know what that feels like. And what Babes just went through is brutal. It fucking sucks. And Blitz did the same thing. Amazing seasons. Cut short. Right at the end. You thought you had your chance. And then, you know, I asked Babes about it today. And you know what she said? Can't wait for soccer. I said, high five. Me too. Can't wait. The full season of Duncan Jones. We're not going to mess around with Urchin Carr. Orlando City, baby. Next chapter. She's already moved on. Don't blame her at all. But power to those people, man. That was tough. That was definitely tough. Um, Also, Eliminator is down to five teams. Don't forget to get your picks in. Those five. I'd love for you to just lose so we can wrap this up. But... Props to you guys. Five teams left. Also, don't forget to use your locks before they go away. They will go away. And you only have this week. This is it. So, I mean, this is probably too late for most of you to use these. Uh, but we won't have any fantasy games next week. We don't schedule games after the championship. Um, but we will have a lot of other fun shit going on. Off the top of my head, we probably will bring back the playoff challenge. I think we we missed it last year. We'll do that again. It's FYI, if you're listening to this and you haven't done it before... It's something that we do on NFL.com. So you're going to get an invitation from me from somewhere different. uh, And you may have to create an account there. Uh, But it's a cool game. Uh, Basically, it's like you pick your your fantasy team out of just the players that are in the playoffs. 
Uh, but the the thing is that you can only change so many players or something. Read the rules. But basically, you want to pick players that do well and also go far. And oh, I know what it is. You get multipliers. So every time you don't have to switch a player every week, that multiplier. So if say you pick someone in the wild card week, then the following week, if they're in it still, then they're two x on whatever they score, and then three x, and then the Super Bowl. If they're in that, then they would be four x. So it's it, there's a strategy there. So we're probably going to do the NFL playoff challenge, and we probably are going to do plenty of prop bets all over the sports book on the on the NFL games uh, and we'll probably boost things we'll probably change the lines alternative lines those sorts of things we'll check in on the sports book so when the season ends on Sunday because FYI I'm pretty sure there is no Monday night football this week there's a Saturday game Monday night football on Saturday night I think we determined that in the interviews this week uh, but uh, don't just check out completely don't go away like gone deep seems to have gone away I'm trying to get him on couldn't get in touch with them. Check in with us. We got plenty going on in the sports book. You're going to have to stack those schmeckles. You won't have that many opportunities during the offseason to get more schmeckles. And then you're going to be, all of a sudden, it's going to be the Omega lottery. And you're going to be like, well, fuck. I don't have anything. It's tough, right? So you, you got to pay attention at the end. Also, now's the time if you're, uh, if you're still looking for possible uh Waiver additions for keeper selections for next year. Now's the time to do it. We, we will try to not run waivers next week. CBS is a fickle bitch, but I will try to make sure that that waivers do not run next week. So your lineup at the end of this week, after everyone is locked, is it. There should be no more waivers processing. All right. And if you do try to sneak something through, I'll fucking reverse it. I will. I think that's pretty much it. I think. I'm probably missing something. If I'm missing something, I'll bring it up at the end of the show. But I think that's it. So I'll just keep also. Oh, I should say, uh, and we're going to get into it right here in this first matchup. Uh, set your lineups. I know that some of you think, oh, well, fuck this. I'm not in a matchup that matters. And you know what? For the most part, you're right. Most of you are in matchups that don't really matter. But we have a little copywritten trademark rights reserved thing that we like to say around here called every game matters. And that's what the playoffs are set up to do. So right now you are actually determining the seeding for next year's next level cup. That is all determined by the outcome in our brackets. Set your lineup, right? Also, we have a sports book that people like to wager on. So if you have a lineup that's in there fraudulently, not necessarily due to malfeasances, but because of just like you're not paying attention, then you could just be like, you know, taking things away from the sports book. People might want to bet on the other player or the other team involved. Don't take that away. Set your lineup. It's not hard. Set your lineup to the best of your ability. You don't have to spend much time on your team, obviously. Just make sure it's legal. Make sure it's not stupid. That's all. So speaking of lineup strikes, because if you don't set your lineup, you're still going to get a lineup strike. It doesn't matter if you're an Omega, really. It doesn't matter if you're in the farm, AOL, which is where we are going to start this week. So, oh, man, drinking a beer during the show is probably a bad idea. So last week we had, uh, I'm going to run through last week's matchups that mattered. Uh, and then I'm only going to, actually, I'm going to probably talk about most of last week's matchups. And then I'm going to uh, elaborate on who's playing who this week. 
just so you guys know what each matchup technically is. Because there's kind of like titles to them. We have something called the Second Chance Championship, yada, yada, yada. We'll get into it. All right, so last week, we started with these two matchups. We had Nukem versus Shreddy Fingers, and we had Tutties versus Holding Court. This is the farm. We're going to start all the way at the bottom. This is the muddiest of the mud, all right? This is very bad territory. You do not want to be in this area. This area next year will be extremely dangerous because there will be another level beneath it, and this will not be good. All right, so I know everyone's fucking around. Everyone's having a good fucking time, all right? Listen, next year is going to be scary. First matchup, Nukem beats Shreddy Four Fingers 101 to 45. 45. Not cool, man. Not cool. And I'll tell you why. Uh, Shreddy actually started Brian Robinson Jr. And uh, who's Reed? I always think Jordan Reed. That's not it. Jaden Reed. It is a J. Jaden Reed. Both of those players were out last week, right? Double right there. That should be two lineup strikes. Okay, I think we're going to just do one, but I'm not sure. I'll double check with the Illuminati, but Shreddy, come on, bro. You could have done better than 45 points. Obviously, you could have done better. Although I look at your bench and you've got players with negative points, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it would have been worse. <laughs> anyway, Nukem uh, is saved. He does not move on in the farm AOL. And Shreddy, on the other hand, is going to go to the farm AOL Final, who's he going to face? He's going to face the loser of Tutties and Holding Court. And right now I'm looking at the score. Holding Court won that by a fuck ton. Holding Court 136 to Tutties 63. She more than doubled his score. Very embarrassing for him. Uh, good for Holding Court because she was very low in the standings for most of the year. Tutties technically has two more wins than her. Uh, so her saving her 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 face here from, from the farm AOL is great. I don't want to see her down there. She tries every year. Love it. Love that she's not going to be in the final. Tutties, what happened, man? You started Gardner Minshew. Like, I feel like that's just, I, I think Tutties is a Colts fan, right? He must be. Only a Colts fan would start Gardner Minshew right now. But he did kind of get screwed by, by uh, Laporta last week, who only scored three points. And then we've definitely come to expect a lot more from him. Also, Travis Etienne, 4.6. Ouch. Uh, not looking good. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Having Lamar Jackson on the other side uh, and also Amari Cooper is the reason my holding court was saved and Tutties is going to move on. Uh, so this coming week, Farm AOL, Tutties versus Shreddy Four Fingers. And right now, Tutties, Tutties, man, I'll give it to you. You shouldn't be here, but 61% chance for Tutties to win. Shreddy Four Fingers. I think you might have been the MVP of the uh, Secret Santa. I think you might have been in the MVP of the gala. Very likable guy. Enjoyed meeting him. Don't like this, though, man. Don't like this. Hello. Don't like this. Don't like this. Set your lineup, man. All right? Set your lineup, and maybe you won't lose everything and be seated 24th in the cup next year. All right? Every game matters. Every game matters. So let's go on to the next one that mattered. Sort of. Uh, so the next two that mattered in the uh, second chance championship was Fornicators versus Buddy Danger. That's me. And Coheeds versus Saxon the City. The first one was very easy. Caters and I, we always 
Uh, go to blows back and forth. It's always high scoring pretty much. At least that's just in my mind how I recollect about every single one of my losses. Uh, so Fornicators, 119 to Buddy Dangers, 109. I kind of thought I had this all day long. I hate those kind of days, right, where you're like, ah, this is fucking set. I don't even need to look at it. It's totally fine. And then he had Brees Hall uh, score 37. He had Devonta Smith score 16. Uh, at the very end of the week, I think that was basically the dagger. Brandon Ayuk, 14, back in the saddle. Yeah, I, I didn't really have a chance at all, uh, even though I thought my team did pretty well. I was pretty happy with myself. But I will now be disappearing into the ether even further. Fornicators will be moving on to the Farm Second Chance Championship, and he will be facing the winner of Coheeds versus Sex in the City, which happens to be Coheeds. Congratulations to Coheeds. <laughs> 109 to 83 over Sachs. And I'm sorry, Sachs. It's just like that Dak stack was like so hot. It burned hot, hot, hot. Almost as hot as her love for Travis Kelsey. But unfortunately for Sachs in the city, Travis Kelsey only scored 6.9. And even though that's the number that she wishes he would score all the time, it didn't help her here. It did not help her here at all. 6.9 was not enough from Travis Kelsey. So Saxon City falling into the ether along with me. We're going to play a little meaningless game this week, and that's fine, you know. But uh, but next week, Coheeds moving on, right? Moving on into the second chance championship is going to be Fornicators versus Coheeds. And right now, Fornicators, Fornicators, strong Fornicator. I told you, man, he had it all out in front of him, and he fumbled the bag last week. But look, it's all shaping up. Fornicators. 62% chance to win the farm ch second chance championship over Coheeds. I don't know, man. Coheeds got to step your game up, man. You invited him to the league and all of a sudden he's going to take this, uh, this fancy badge you could have on your page at some point uh, away from you. You need this. You need this fight. All right. I'm rooting for the underdogs this week. I'm rooting for you guys. So after that, moving up the ladder a little bit out of the dungeon of the farm into the top semifinals okay so these two matchups actually determined the teams that are going to be facing off against each other in the farm championship so first of all we had booyah versus joe gabagool and then we had hanging with hernandez versus big ballers and in the first matchup booyah once again i think everybody could have predicted this he's just been blowing through the league all season uh he wins 101 to 82 over a very strong joe gabagool team Gabagool, first year in the league, amazing job. I've just been, uh, just, I, I've loved having him. He's been fantastic. He's been such great fodder, great new content, great new character. I love Joe Gabagool. So I don't, I didn't expect him to win everything. I think he'll be great in, uh, in the, in his matchup next week. I guess, what do we call the, uh, it'll be the third place, third place matchup, right? So yeah, Joe Gabagool, I think he's going to win third place, but we're not talking about that right now. doesn't matter. Booyah had Jalen Hurts go nuts. Amon Ross St. Brown, he's had Tyreek Hill all year. The Jets' defense, not too shabby. Uh, he, he had a nice, solid week. In most weeks, Booyah is scoring over 100 points. I mean, that's pretty solid. Who's he going to face? Let's look down the list here. The next matchup that was uh, a semifinal matchup, hanging with Hernandez versus Big Ballers. Now, this one was... Nuts. Um, hanging with Hernandez pulled out the victory, which was extremely unexpected. No offense, hanging with Hernandez. You were not, ex you, I mean, look, to start the week, it was projected to be Ballers 93, hanging with Hernandez 83. Uh, a respectable loss for hanging with Hernandez. 
So she was she was expected to have 83 points and she scored 66. So if I told you just that, you'd be like, oh, damn, she must have lost by a ton. Nope. Ballers just fucking ruined it. And I say that in jest because he didn't have anything to do with it. It was just how everything went. Um, and and I kind of feel a little guilty because I brought this up on Slack that at the time, I think we were like after the 4 p.m. games, we were just talking about the Sunday night football, Monday night football ending, and it included Brock Purdy on San Francisco and Debo Samuel on San Francisco, which big ballers needed a decent amount, but not very much. He didn't need very much. We're talking about the San Francisco 49ers. I think he was projected at like 80% chance to win at the time. So it was like, I'm slotting him in. I'm fucking updating brackets already with his name on it. I put your name there, man. I'm sorry. And then Brock Purdy. <laughs> I said it last week on the podcast. I said I was worried about not only Purdy. I was worried about McCaffrey. I was worried about Samuel. I said the, the Baltimore Ravens are legit. And sure as shit, they were. The Baltimore Ravens put the clamps on Brock Purdy. Four picks. Purdy ends with 2.4 points. Debo Samuel could, could barely get any targets. He only had four receptions. He ended with seven points. So big ballers, 57. And that adds up to a hanging with Hernandez victory with only 66 points in the semifinals. You can't get any more lucky than that. You can't. I mean, level wins on the week were probably like one for her. Like the only person that she could have beaten last week, other than Shreddy, who couldn't start a lineup, was Big Ballers. Just an incredible turn of events at the very end of the week. The very nuts. And I and I'm so happy to let you guys know that I actually got hanging with Hernandez on the show today to talk about the farm championship that she will be facing off against Booyah in. I got them both on the show. Busy schedules, both of them, and I got them on the show to preview that. Now, right now, Booyah has a 63% chance to win, which god damn it. He doesn't deserve to just immediately jump back into same level to pretend like he never deserved to be here. He doesn't deserve everyone deserves a multi-year stint. You gotta serve two years when you're drafted into the farm. You gotta serve a couple. So I am I am wishing and hoping and praying for hanging with Hernandez to pull the upset as the underdog here. She's been in the farm since the beginning. I want to see her go to same level, mostly because I want to see Coheed stay here and watch her go to the same level. Surprise, they just got married recently. So it would be very funny to have him have to watch her go up there and then have him like probably try to give her advice. And then she'll just be like, okay, whatever you say. And then she'll be the expert in the house. All this, I, I love that. I'm dealing with that right now. Apes was just in the semifinals in the same level. Look at me. I mean, I would, I just, I barely won out and saved myself last week in the, in the farm AOL. Brutal, brutal. So let's keep it going. All right. That's the farm. That was the whole farm. I think Booyah might win, but I'm really pulling for hanging with Hernandez. Uh, and who are they going to take? Whose spot are they going to take? Well, it depends on what happened last week. And last week we had two matchups to determine this week's AOL final in same level. Big TDs versus Gone Deep and Proper Football versus Smoking Blunts. In the first one, Big TDs versus Gone Deep. Big TDs pulled out the saving victory. Can't believe she finally did it, man. I I feel like she was just bummed, like super bummed for weeks and weeks. Just I think she was very pessimistic in her chances 
uh, at saving her her season or saving her her same level membership. I, I don't think she thought she was going to be able to pull it out, uh, but she did. She beat Gone Deep 84 to 72. I think that she can mostly thank Geno Smith for just coming through with a above projection uh, pull, but she she really owes a lot to Gone Deep starting the Bears defense, who just sucked really, really bad. Uh, and and Jake Browning, who didn't really have that great of a, a week either. James Cook with five points. So, I mean, Gone Deep really collapsed a little bit here. Uh, it was projected to be a little bit closer than this, uh, but it was very nice to see Big TDs be saved. Um, she will be moving on into a safe matchup uh, against someone else that we will talk about in a second. Uh, and Gone Deep will be moving on to the same level AOL versus the loser of proper football versus smoking blunts from last week. And that score was actually proper football. 117 to smoking blunts 104. That is a stinger. That is a humongo stinger right in your heart. That to score 104 in a farm semi and be pushed into the final is just a dagger. It's a fucking and from proper from proper all the shit he was talking for the past couple of weeks on the pod and just he keeps losing anyway. At one point he's like I want to lose and then he wins and then all of a sudden he's it, it was just a little much. And then he, as soon as he gets up cuz proper one last Thursday, proper one a week ago. And when he finally it was it was Puka Nakua it was George Pickens. All this happened way too early, and it was just over. And he was just flagrant foul after flagrant foul in slack, brutally ridiculing smoking blunts with meme after meme after meme. Some of them were videos with clips from the podcast, like props to proper. That was just chef's kiss. I mean, I, <laughs> all weekend, I was laughing. No offense, Blunts. You got to admit, shit was funny. Shit was fire. Fire content. All right, so Blunts is moving on. Blunts is going to be facing off against Gone Deep next week, this week, in the AOL final. But right now, Smoking Blunts has a 55% chance to win. And I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if he can. I Last I checked, Thursday Night Football is going on right now, and I'm not looking at it. Uh, but last I checked, uh, Njoku, I think, for gone deep had like a lot of yards he had a lot of yards i think Njoku already had 13 points or something and i don't know it's not a good sign for blunts i think blunts is going to need to really pull it out he just dropped forty thousand schmeckles on himself to win uh so he's gonna have to pull it out he's gonna have to pull it out or he's gonna have zero schmeckles next year he will not be able to get into omega he will not be able to get any sort of position that he wants he will get the dead center of the draft board for first round so he won't be able to get any value because remember he doesn't have a first round pick. He's probably going to want to to take, you know, a later first round because he doesn't have that. That's you know he's going to have to spend Schmeckles that he won't have. Well, I guess no. If he leaves, then that's just going to be whoever gets promoted's problem, and that's a problem. Right? I think they. I think this potentially could lead to. Oh, I don't know how this is going to play out, man. But this this uh, this tanking of a roster thing or future draft picks is is gonna irk someone enough to write a proposal. I think, I think. So blunts versus gone deep in the AOL final. Beautiful, beautiful shit. All right, same level second chance championship. Let's blow through this real quick. 
AOL for Life versus Munchin' on Bunchin', and then we had Danger Crazy DC versus 10-Foot Little Person. The winners of those two will be facing off this week in the Second Chance Championship. And the first one was AOL for Life with a victory over Munchin', 83-48. to 83-48, that's just... 48 is a is a shreddy four fingers level score, and it looks like she actually started all her players. That's impressive. That's like playing golf. You know, if you actually had to try and start starters in NFL and see who scores the fewest points, that's pretty much this right now. So, yeah, not very much. And we're talking about people like Devontae Adams scoring fewer than one point. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, three points. Commander's defense. Come on. That was a stupid idea. Four points. Uh, uh, a cane, a chain. I don't know how they say that. 3.6 points. I mean, she wasn't getting anything from anyone. So Munchen, not going to pull it out here. AOL for life. Moving on. He had the Dak stack too, just like uh, Sacks in the city, but it actually worked out somehow over here. He had some support from Zay Flowers, and that's about it, I guess. So AOL for life will be moving on against the winner of Danger Crazy DC and 10-Foot Little Person. And uh, Danger Crazy pulled that out. Barely, barely, 103 to 99, Danger Crazy over 10-Foot. Um, and that matchup, high scoring, but very apropos of 10-Foot. He made he didn't make the playoffs, but it was nice that he still lost. He won one, then he lost one. He was still in it for a second, then he lost 10-Foot. Didn't make it. Brock Purdy, same thing, hit him. You know, it, it was just like big ballers. If you didn't have that problem with Brock Purdy, we would have 10 foot in the second chance championship this week, which would be very familiar territory. Uh, but he didn't have that. Um, so danger crazy moving on with a very solid lineup. Josh Allen, uh, we already know that was his second quarterback after Patrick Mahomes in the first round. Uh, and then DeAndre Swift, Chris Olave, DK Metcalf, Chris Godwin, all of these all of these players just blowing up last week for him. Um, really good week from Danger Crazy. So he's going to be moving on in the second chance championship against AOL for life. And Danger Crazy is favored 53% to win this second chance championship. And I, I don't know. I think uh, AOL for life is just he's got that. He's got a little mojo with him this year uh, with the Dak stack. And I, if I were betting, I'm going to bet on AOL for life to pull it out here. And I would bet on sacks to, to beat me this week because of the Dak stack. I just think, I think it's good. Uh, and it's very consistent. It was just very bad timing in the wild card for them. Damn. Very bad timing. Well, for sacks at least, but, uh, but yeah, so that's going to be an interesting matchup. Now the final four, the final four for same level. It was terrible tally versus Bapes. And high decibels versus blitzed. And we'll start with the first one. The first one, I, like I said, I've been living through it all week. All week. It's just been not fun at all. It, not fun. It's a not fun week, even though it was Christmas. How are you guys going to do that to my wife on Christmas? <sighs> Tally 105, Bapes 87. It was uh, not pretty. Uh, but we basically kind of saw it. You know, it was, it was, it was. Brutal in the way that she had like an 18% chance for a lot of the day. You know, I hate when you're right there. You're like 23. Oh, it just went to 24. Nope. Now it's 19. Oh, God, it just keeps like right around there. You're like, you got a one in five chance and it's just really never comes through. Um, so for Bapes' team, it was Alvin Kamara. Really? I think that she needed a game from Alvin Kamara. I've been talking about Alvin, uh, not the chipmunks, not because of, the chipmunks having the worst Christmas songs that you could possibly ever hear. 
Uh, I was talking about Alvin Kamara all season. You guys were all trying to trade for him, and I was calling you out. You can't have him. You can't have him. You can't have him. And then look, boom. He wasn't the one. He wasn't the one. And she also, she likes to call him monster. She needed some from Mostert. And, uh, you know, 11 is just not going to cut it from him. He needed to have a couple more touchdowns. And it wasn't coming. It wasn't happening. Matthew Stafford, great game. That was a great way to start. Chiefs defense came out with 12 points. Not a lot, but, you know, considering they lost that game, it was pretty good. Tyler Lockett in double digits. Adam Thielen in double digits. It was like everything else was kind of all the all the supporting cast was there. But then to have Alvin Kamara fall flat, Joe Mixon not come through with any scores. It was it wasn't very uh, it, it sucked uh, to watch that. But also, you know, respect to Tally. I'm on Ross St. Brown, 22 points. Tyreek Hill, 14 points. Uh, Rashad White, uh, 16. Kyron Williams, 16. Jared Goff, 16. Like the a lot of points. I mean, when you have Cooper Cup as your lowest scoring player, you got a good fucking team. So terrible Tally moving on in the same level. Fantasy Football League Championship for the hammer. And who will he be facing off against? None other than high decibels. I know I, I really wanted to see a babes versus high decibel situation here because that would be fun for me to talk about. Uh, but it is nice to see whoever the current champion is uh, honestly make it back to the finals because it is it's nice to see someone have to take it from the current champ. You got to go take it, take the belt off of their shoulder. You got to take it from them. So high decibels to get here. He had to beat blitzed. He did it handily. I feel like he was pretty comfortable through the weekend. Final score, 126 to 102. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think Blitz, I mean, he had a chance. Uh, Travis Etienne, I think that person screwed someone else in the farm. Uh, Debo Samuel not coming through with very much at all. Jonathan Taylor only scoring 10, um, which is, you know, people would like that from their RB2. But in this case, I think he expected more. Uh, yeah, I just, it, it's shitty. It is shitty. And Patrick Mahomes losing that matchup uh, against the Raiders at Kansas City, right? Like, that that was bad. That was, that was a really bad game for Patrick Mahomes. He only had 18 points. I felt like that could have been a difference maker right there. Uh, but, yeah, high decibels. Everyone just hitting on all cylinders last week except for his flex with, with Addison. That Not good. 0 0.7 from Addison. And the Packers' defense last week, two points. So regardless of those two, he still scored 126.84. That was mostly because of Amari Cooper, 46 points. George Kittle, 16. Zamir White, 14. Christian McCaffrey, 22. Jalen Hurts, 25. Those are all good numbers. But Amari Cooper, 46, amazing. So he's going to move on. But let's talk about Amari Cooper real quick because it's Thursday night and we just found out that he's not playing. He's not playing. So he's got to he's got to sub him out. He's not going to be able to play Amari Cooper. He's probably going to have to play Addison again. He's going to probably try and throw Romeo Dobbs in there, uh which, you know, he scored pretty well last week, like 16 points. Uh so it's he's going to have to change some things up. You're going to hear us talk about that in the interview. He's he's he in the interview at that time he was Amari Cooper all day and that's where he was rolling and then he hurt his heel. He hurt his heel at the last minute, so high decibels has to pivot. He has to pivot on a bad heel. Uh, and right now, terrible tally because of this and because of other things. Terrible tally is favored 58% over high decibels to win the hammer from him. And I, that's just, I mean, I don't know what I think is going to happen. I, I feel like, you know, if I'm, it's 
chalk, if I think. If I'm going to gamble with actual money, it's chalk. But if I'm being real, if I'm just from my heart, what I want, what I want to happen, let's go underdogs. Underdogs all day. Shreddy, four figures. You got to hit tutties with a solid one-two combo, but I don't think three Seattle players are the answer. Dig deeper. Coheeds, you can take this farm second chance championship. McCaffrey is going to eat Washington alive, but maybe, just maybe, park Derek Carr. Just just park him. Parallel park him. And then Hernandez, hanging with Hernandez. Diggs is the ticket. Hit Booyah with a dose of Diggs, a one-two of Diggs, and, you know, maybe somehow upgrade both of your running backs by Sunday. If you could do that, that'd be great. Also, gone deep. Njoku on Thursday night was a sneaky, sneaky play. But just like Coheed's, you got to park the car. Park the car and just turn it off. Forget about it. All right. AO for life. You have the Dak stat. Just keep jabbing them with the Dak stat. But bench the Bears running back. The Bears aren't allowed to win. They're not allowed to win. They have to get a better draft pick. Why would they win? High decibels. Amari Cooper's out, dog. I don't know what to tell you. Other than UPS will also package the hammer, too. If you just bring it to them and give them Tally's address, it's easy. We have a great show for you today. Terrible Tally, high decibels, smoking bloods, booyah. Wait, what? Hang it with Hernandez, too. Everyone is here. Don't forget to leave a voicemail, 407-900-5305. And we will be right back after this with more LOL Show. matchup this week we are going to no none other place than the farm getting down in the mud in the farm championship and we have none other uh than hanging with hernandez and booyah with us today amazing that's right i was able to get hanging with hernandez so we're gonna start with her first what is up hernandez how are you hi what's up i'm good i i can't believe that i've actually i was able to get you on the show i i like wasn't expecting the uh, ability to like get carve out any time from hanging with hernandez we don't get to hear from her very often but she's been in the farm i believe since the first year oh, the God. farm started right yeah yeah amazing yeah. so coheeds was able uh, to Coheeds. talk you into that <laughs> He did, <laughs> and he talks me into it every year. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Coheeds. I very much appreciate that. So hanging with Hernandez has been, I don't want to say wallowing in the farm, but she's been like mediocre yeah. in the farm. How do you, like, if you were to just Always. go over your history, what do you think? Mediocre, good, bad? <laughs> Oh, pretty horrible. <laughs> I always start off maybe a little strong, and then it seems to falter as the season goes on, as everybody gets hurt, and yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely that that happens to everybody, and it seems like we've had to you've had to watch Holding Court do very well over the past couple of years. Before you see, <laughs> you know, terrible tally. He's doing really well. You see him all the time. Coheeds. I, I mean, he used to be really good. Now he's down here with us. So now you know. But anyway, <laughs> you found your way all the way to the championship somehow this this I year. I know it's insane. <laughs> Last week you had a a a score of sixty six points, and you were somehow yes. able to win. So how did take me through I, real quick that yeah, day? That was yeah, that was insane. Like there was no way I was winning that. Like my team was shit, and then all of a sudden Purdy gets pulled, and he's turning over, and <laughs> holy shit, I won! <laughs> amazing, amazing. So you have—I don't want to say—you've yeah, stumbled your way here, and uh, but yes. the other guy on the other side of the line here, we're going to talk to Booyah. What's up, man? Hey yo. So Booyah, you've been you've been killing it. I talked to you in the first episode of this podcast for the season, and you know, I I think you were like. You were pissed, honestly, about having to be in the farm, and you didn't understand uh -huh. what we were doing. You didn't know who. You actually asked me, "Is this a bunch of college kids?" And no, it's definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Yep. So, first, let's start there. What was your impression? You know, the difference between being in the farm or being in the same level. What was the difference to you, if any? Um, I don't know if there's any difference. You know, it's exactly. uh, it's fantasy football at the end of the day, and you just you just have to play it. You know, I played it the same. Correct. That's the correct answer. I wanted, I basically was setting you up alley-oop <laughs> for that. There is no difference between the farm level and the same level. The, the major difference is that you got to pay less money to join. Like, that's basically <laughs> it. But other than that, you get access to all the same shit. You're doing all the same shit. But your season this year was amazing. Can't I can't fault you for that. So what do you attribute Not the... Not too shabby. What do you attribute <laughs> most of your success to? Who's your number one? Um... You know what's funny? I uh, this was the first time in a long time where I didn't um, I didn't do any homework. I didn't uh, do any. You know, I wasn't on the websites and trying to read up on certain guys yeah. and changes on teams and okay. stuff like that. And I kind of just I kind of just picked the guys that have always been consistent. Yeah. And uh, and shit. Even at the end of the draft, I fucking logged out. <laughs> <laughs> you did. That's right. I forgot about that. You just pieced out on us. Yeah. And then you had an amazing year. It worked out. Whatever they did for you, the yes. auto draft. But uh, but just looking at the matchup right now, hanging with Hernandez, I mean, I'm glad you're here. Not looking good. <laughs> the projections don't really favor you in this Not case. Good. But it's no. still, I mean, you're projected to get 90 points, which isn't bad. Like, you've got, you know, decent projections here. But you are going up against a sledgehammer with Booyah's lineup. Booyah is rocking with Jalen Hurts, projected to get 30 points against Arizona, which yeah. that's a lot. I don't know. Uh, James Cook, DeAndre Swift, that's a very uh, strong one-two at the running back positions. And then the the show stealer, Tyreek Hill. I feel like Tyreek Hill is the reason why Booyah is here. Uh, and that's, that's... Yeah, for sure. It's the reason why uh, a Terrible Tally is also in the same level championship. Um. So that... I think it's it's the crux right there, and it's he, the Tyreek Hill is going up against that Baltimore defense that just really put the clamps on the 49ers. So, Booyah, how confident are you in Tyreek Hill getting 15? That seems like a low projection for him, but how confident are you in his week? Oh, not confident at all. I don't even know if he's uh, 100%. You know, he's yeah. been in. He didn't even play, was it, two weeks ago? And then this week he was game-time decision, and... uh and you just never know. Like, uh, you know, I'm projected to win, but one of these guys could just fucking 
drop dead on the field and uh, game over. <laughs> and you know, that's, so that's um, how you got to the farm in the first place. Was a heart attack on the field last year, right? <laughs> Exactly. You <laughs> fucking don't know, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that could happen. Uh, you know, yeah. if I'm looking at on the other side with hanging with Hernandez, what do you think? I mean, I have my thoughts, but what do you think is your number one asset in terms of your lineup right now? Oh, God. If only Keenan would come back. Yeah. I don't know, man. That would have been nice. Josh Jacobs. Yeah. We'll see. He's questionable, but I, you know, I'll start at the top here. You've got Baker Mayfield. Okay. He's, he's been all right. Somehow he's going up against the saints. Not the best. He gets a home game. Okay. And you also have Isaiah Pacheco, Clyde Edwards, Uh Alaire. So you're thinking about starting both Kansas city running backs against Cincinnati. We'll see. It may be a game time decision. (laughs) I don't know that I have much left and, I guess I could put Algier back in, but I don't know. Allergies. I don't know. Stefan Diggs strong. He's going to be there. Uh, you got McBride. I think I've made fun of him on someone else's roster. That's a, that's a choice. That's a choice. And then you got Shahid in the, in the flex, but then you have the player that I believe is your strongest and that's the Browns defense. So I feel like if you're going to win, yeah, they've been killing it. the Browns defense has to put up over 20 points and they're against the Jets. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like things are lining up here. She's got the Browns. Rounds up against the Jets, tons of turnovers, pick sixes, and then Tyreek Hill against the Baltimore defense. Pretty tough. I don't know. But right now, CBS <laughs> says 106 to 90. We're going to give the farm yeah. championship to Booyah. Let's start with hanging with Hernandez. <laughs> what do you think about this weekend? Your chances wow. of winning? <laughs> I'm going to pray. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That uh, someone get gets hurt on his team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Booyah, how nervous are you that you're going to fumble this bag? Um, I'm trying actually really not to think about it too much because, because yeah, it would suck to do well all season long and then just yeah. fall at the end, yeah. you know, um, that's not fun. So, um, I hope, I just hope that I win and, uh, I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. I, I don't like talking shit because I feel like I have, uh, you know, as soon as I start talking shit, I always lose. Respect. So. Yeah. I, I I'll totally do that after. That. Yeah. I mean, it would also be, there's a lot of pressure on you too, because I believe you would be the first player to be relegated and then yeah. immediately be back in the same level the following awesome. year. So there's a lot of pressure on you to like fulfill that record in that, you know, I think people are watching. I've had, I've had this, I've had this thought where I'm like, see, I was never supposed to, if I do win, it, you know, I was never supposed to go on the farm and this right. fucking proves it. Uh-huh. You know, I don't, it, that's, this, that's what makes this matchup very interesting to me because there's like 50% of me that wants hanging with Hernandez to win. She's been in the farm forever. She deserves to go up, switch things up. And That'd it'd be, be awesome. very funny yeah. if Coheeds was in the farm and, and hanging with Hernandez was in the same level. I would want that scenario, but I would also want Booyah to have this record of being relegated and then promoted. Like there's so much, so many storylines here. So I am excited for whatever happens. Best of luck to both of you. (laughs) And I appreciate you spending a couple of minutes on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Later guys. I got a big family. We got big appetites. That's why we go to China Star's Banquet Room. We love China Star. Just ask the kinfolk. I I like the beef food the best, but he likes the chicken. He's right, I like the chicken. I just love them egg rolls. Spicy beef. Crab legs! China Star Banquet Room, it's feed bag of food. Feed it up, feed it up, shove it in, shove it in, China Star!
And we're back. We've got another matchup, and this one is super duper serious. It's the same level fantasy football league AOL final with the one and only Smoking Blunts. What's up, man? What's good, buddy? I can't believe I'm back on the podcast again this week. Yeah, I know. And uh, I just wanted to play a, a little bit because this is what I thought when I was getting ready for the show that it was just going to be dead man walking this is a dead man walking he's headed for his grave how scared are you right now smoking blunts uh you know i'm clenching my butthole a little bit a little <laughs> nervous oh the drop oh shit <laughs> the undertaker dude i feel like this is just meant to be i, I feel like this is going to happen like I don't know. How much do you trust the projections right now? It's been tough to trust them because, like, every time I play someone, they go off. <laughs> like, I think uh, Proper was only projected to get, like, we were 50-50 pretty much. And, yeah. Uh, he he had 60 points before any of my players even went. Yeah. So it, it was definitely stuff like that's been happening. Definitely a little anticlimactic. You lost it before you were even in it. And, uh... That was probably not the best Christmas weekend, no? Uh, it was a great weekend otherwise. <laughs> Good. Um, but for that reason, it was not. And actually, I could have won, too. If yeah, I it was, had made yeah. a few different ones. It's just uh, Calvin Ridley, man, has been like so up and down all year for me. And every time I don't start him, he gets like a ton of points. And every time I do start him, he flop so yeah i don't even know anymore man. yeah you were hanging around there where like a, you had like a five percent or like a 13 percent chance like it was never really you never had a knockout but like you had a little sliver of hope for just too long and then it just nothing panned out you couldn't make up the gap you still scored over 100 points right yeah i mean that's the thing it's like always scoring a good amount but right. then getting an obscene amount scored on you or at least close to 120 every yeah. week it seems. yeah and i mean on that note like i know that we like to talk about total points it's been contentious for us in the past about total points and level wins you almost made it in on level wins but another thing i'd like to point out no pun intended is that everything after the six seed so when you're talking about how the aol tournament is is scheduled the it's wins and losses. It goes back to that wins and losses and points. I think next year it should just be level wins from fifth through 12th. And then that way you, in that case, you would have been like the top seed in the AOL. You would have, you wouldn't have had the buy. You would have had an additional chance to get out because yes, you were a more consistent team. You got fucked by bad luck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I think that the one positive takeaway from this year is that my perspective on level wins, breakdown wins, is a little bit more favorable and positive. <laughs> and now that I understand what it's like being on the other side of the issue <laughs> um, and not winning little like slap fights. Uh -huh. uh, so, you know, but it is what it is, man. Here we are. I mean, this is what everyone paid to see. Yeah, I've been I've been saying it since we've had an AOL, even while I was in it and losing it. I think it's more exciting than the championship. Like, congratulations to Tally and to Decibels, but I'm not as interested as I am in this. Um, 
it's just so juicy. Uh, I, I would have, you know, no offense to Big TDs, it would have been even better if she was in this instead of Gone Deep. But let's look at Gone Deep <laughs> real quick. So you are currently favored, at least projection-wise. We're recording this before Thursday Night Football, so nothing has happened yet. You're currently favored to win by 20 points. Uh, you have 102 projected to his 82 um, and let's just start at the top, man. Quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson. He's got a home game against the Dolphins over under 47 points. He's projected for 24. Do you think he's going to put that number up for you? I hope so, man. He's an MVP, like leading candidate. I mean, he's been balling out. Uh, I, I just love the ability of him to rush the ball. I think that just kind of sets him apart from other quarterbacks. Well, yeah, it's definitely going to set him apart from the other guy on the other side, which is Derek Carr. Um, that's going to give I'm going to give that to you. For sure. That's a quarterback victory right there. You got this. Let's move along. Uh, next up, your running backs. And this is pretty strong. And this is just since you've, you know, new team who this uh, whole situation. But you've got B. John Robinson and you got Jameer Gibbs. They're both projected for 14 and 13, respectively. You're pretty confident right there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like those guys. And honestly, it would be real nice to um, have them go off this last game because I, if for some reason I win. I can't keep either of them because one was a first rounder. One was a third rounder. So I hope that they go out blazing for me. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, maybe you could finagle some sort of draft trade, you know, where you end up getting another first round pick and things change. Who knows? Things could change in the off season, but yeah, the Bijan thing. Yeah. Now you need it. Now you need this trade that you made with 10 foot to pay an out because last week it didn't right. Bijan did not do much at all last week. That's a stupid coach. Bring yeah. a mustache, man. Doesn't yeah. know how to run yeah. a game plan. He was. I also had him on my roster. I believe he was projected for a very similar amount. He's this week at Chicago over under 38. So Vegas says this will be a lower scoring game. What do you, I mean, I'm nervous too about Bijan, although my matchup's a little less important. How do you feel? You think that, I mean, let's just look on the other side. James Cook, good running back, Buffalo. Uh, and he has Samaje Perrine which I'm probably mispronouncing. I never know how to say that. And it's like that, not yeah. a good lineup. I feel like you've got the edge here. Well, I mean, James Cook against the Patriots, we're trash this year, but we yeah. have some of the best run defense. Uh, that's like kind of our thing. Uh, <laughs> I like, I don't think that's a good matchup for James Cook. Uh, I think they're going to probably throw the ball a bunch. And then I don't know why he has P. Ryan. I think he's just like playing around with his food right now. I think he's going to end up starting Pollard. Pollard if, yeah. if I were him, I would. Yeah. I don't know why that dude's chilling on his bench, but um, you know, maybe he thinks see something in P. Ryan that the rest of us don't know. No. Or maybe he's just trying to finagle uh, a fucked up bet on the sports book. Maybe he's trying to do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Only a piece of shit would do that. <laughs> So let's move on to more pieces of shit. These wide receivers. Oh my God. All right. So this, the rice guy, uh, Rashid, what's his name? Uh, remind Rashi me. Rice? Rashid Rice. It's not Rashid, right? It's not Rashid Wallace. It's Rashid. <laughs> nah, there's no D. No D. <laughs> no D on this. No D on this lineup here. <laughs> all right. Rashid Rice, 13 projected points. He's really all they got right now in Kansas City, uh, other than Travis Kelsey out there uh, wide. 44 and a half for the over under. He's probably going to pick up 13, I'd imagine. Um, and then Calvin Ridley playing for Jacksonville Duval. I don't know, man, over under 38, probably going to need something to fall in the end zone for him to hit that number. How confident are you with your wide receivers? I'm confident with rice because the volume's there. Yeah. Uh, I'm not confident with Ridley. Cause like I said earlier, dude has like been like wildly inconsistent. Um, but 
I do have it on. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe Jamar Chase will be healthy. If, if yeah. Chase is healthy, I'm going to plug him into my lineup because Waddle's out, uh, and that sucks. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I definitely am kind of tentative on Ridley, just depending on my other players, but we'll see. Yeah, that's tough, too, because Jamar Chase is 425 on Sunday, and you're going to have to wait, hopefully not in that long. Um, but, yeah, Jamar yeah. Chase currently has a projection, so I, I assume he's, like, maybe or questionable or, like, he's not out yet, right? Yeah, who knows? Oh, that sucks. And you also have Waddle on your bench. You've got Aaron Jones on your bench. You've got Ramondre Stevenson on your bench. You've got Drake London on your bench. You've got Nick Chubb on your bench, like, you're starting Calvin Ridley, man. This sucks that you've got so much firepower seemingly just sitting on your bench because you can't use it right now. Yeah. Everybody's hurt, man. It's it's the nature of the beast, and it's totally cool. Um, I actually am, am kind of hoping, you know, I can sneak past gone deep because, you know, I guess the keeper value there. You know, and that's why I'm holding on to those players uh, in the event that I do win. I, you know, I can without those high draft picks, maybe I can get some value yeah. out of the yeah. speakers off the waivers here. That's true, man. I mean, you got some options here. Um, I, I, I could even see, just like thinking off the top of my head, I could even see amendment proposals saying, let's switch it to three keepers. And like then all of a sudden you I have, you know, I think you'd have an advantage at that point because you've definitely got to, I mean, I guess it depends if Chubb is actually going to ever play again. I remember it's been a minute, but that was disgusting what happened to him. Um, I don't know. I mean, the rest of the lineup is, is pretty strong. So let's talk about the rest of it. Also, okay, so you've got Calvin Ridley and Rasheed Rice going up against Stephon Diggs against the holy shit bad New England Patriots and David Njoku, uh, a, a tight end in an otherwise tight endless world here in LOL. Then starting a tight end on Cleveland on a Thursday with an over-under of a 35, I don't think that Njoku is going to put up very much. So you think you're pretty confident as well here with the wide receivers. Yeah, I think uh, Diggs will probably have a good game. I mean, he's due for one. He's been kind of underwhelming yeah. recently. Yeah, uh, and, true. you know, uh, Buffalo's got a lot of weapons. I know Belichick will probably try to shut down their their best player, who is Josh Allen. So, yeah. you know, maybe on the run. So he'll be throwing it. Uh, I don't, uh, again, I don't know if my man's going to start in Joker. I feel like he's just sussing it out right now. Um, I have a feeling he might try to angle. I see what he was doing today. I mean, you might try to angle for that uh, New Orleans stack with Shahid and yeah. uh, Carr. I'm a little, little kind of keeping an eye on that. I would but not be worried about that. Yeah, yeah, it's not a scary stack for sure. No, I mean, it's, they're at Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay is shit, but I mean, it's it's an away game. I don't see that stack. You know, I th it's going to fail more than it's going to pay off. I think. I think he's probably. No, you're probably right. I mean, Pollard's got to get in his lineup. If I'm looking at his lineup, I got to get Pollard in over Njoku or Perrine. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like you're probably right. I didn't even think about that. Maybe he is fucking with you. I don't know. I mean, it's nothing I can do about what he starts, but I would love if there was like a fucking tropical storm, rainstorm <laughs> in Tampa this week, and that would be pretty cool. I would not like that. I would definitely not like that. I'm good on the rain for now. Uh, but let's talk about flex. So you've decided to start Easy E in the flex. Again, I say that decided loosely, like you didn't have much of a decision in most of these cases with your bench. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, at Buffalo, playing for your shitty Patriots, uh, you know, over mm -hmm. under 40 and a half. He did pretty well the past couple of weeks. I feel like I've seen him, you know, pop up on my red zone quite a bit. Um, how do you mm -hmm. feel at him against uh, T. Higgins on the other side? Well, uh, 
I mean, Zeke's got that volume. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson went on IR today. Okay. Uh, so Zeke is going to get that volume. I mean, I feel like he's playing. He, he's playing for a contract next year, so he's got a lot of incentive. And, sure. I mean, they don't really have much in the way of any talent of skill players in the Patriots. They'll so just give him the ball. Um, and then Higgins has been balling out, man. Higgins, I had Higgins for the first, the last three years in our league. Yes. Uh, and he's a baller, dude. I, he's great. I hope he doesn't go nuts this weekend. I mean, I guess it depends, again, if Chase plays or not. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, Higgins could go off, too. Who I knows? didn't think of that. Yeah, so the Chase thing could be a double whammy. It could definitely be a boon for your team. It could hurt his. He's going to have to make a move, probably, if that happens, at least. Uh, and then we get to the defenses. You both have pretty damn good defenses, so you're going to go against Ezekiel Elliott. You're going to start the Bills defense. They're a great defense, but you are also starting a Patriot, so that's a little bit back. Are you worried about that at all? Mm, no, not really, because I think um, Buffalo's defense forces turnovers, and uh, I feel like no matter who's a quarterback for the Patriots, uh, they're, I mean, we've, we've turned the ball over a ton this year. Like, we don't take care of the ball. I could see Buffalo getting some possibly get some defensive touchdowns. That's kind of what I'm I could see, uh, hoping I, for with that. I could see easy E having a couple of fumbles. I used to have easy. E. He I've been, you know, he's been mm. on my roster before uh, butterfingers, butterfingers. And I don't know. Bills that would not be great. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. But then you would, so you'd get the two points on the defense, but you'd lose the two points. I don't know. Could be a wash. Could be a wash. We'll see. I don't know. All right. So he's starting the 49ers defense against Washington. I think the 49ers defense is going to have 30 points. It's very possible, man. Washington is uh, not very inspiring this year on offense. Um, but, you, you know, I, I feel like Washington shows up in games you don't think they're going to do well, and then they suck in games they should win. So who really knows? Yeah. I mean, and doing well is relative. Out for him, man. They're just yeah. gonna they potentially well. could score some points against the Niners defense, but the Niners will probably have a couple of defensive touchdowns, special teams touchdowns, turnovers, <laughs> sacks, all like the, the whole package, a full house. I, hope, I really hope not, man. I hope I hope not. I don't know, man. I did, the more I'm looking at this, I'm just all I hear is this Undertaker music. I feel like it's coming <laughs> for you, dude. Like. You had the 60, negative 69% luck rate for most of the season. Like it took a whole lot of movement to get you from negative 69 to like negative 20 luck rate. You just, the fantasy gods are out for you. Do you feel it like in your everyday life when you're just trying to like go to work? <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, it's not great because I, uh, I feel like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even know anyone in the farm. Who would I even <laughs> have a rivalry with? <laughs> I know you and Coheeds, and then I, mean, I know some people down there. I'm actually, you know, if if that's the case, I'll, I'll tell you now. Um, regardless of what happens, I'm betting the house on this matchup for myself. I'm dropping a big old deposit down in the sports book once we have our lineups finalized. Oh, sorry, and, the uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going out on top or on the bottom. My mother saying. With a bunch of schmecks, or I'm going down with no schmecks, man. And that's I, just how it's going to be. I don't know. I, you know, I, I respect that. I respect that. I don't respect the, the trades earlier, uh, but I get it. I get what you were trying to do, and you're allowed to make dumb decisions. I do think that there's going to be some <sighs> proposals in the future that are like, hey, you're not allowed to do that. When you're in the, I don't know. Like, I feel like we've got a good trade deadline where, where it's at. Mm -hmm. Like, where were you at at the trade deadline? You were still I in the last place. In the water. Right? Well, the 
thing is, is sometimes you got to mortgage your future to capitalize in the present. And, you know, I think hey, you just got to shit or get off the pot when it comes to the trade deadline. I had to do something. I wasn't going to sit idly by while my season went down the tubes. And uh, in hindsight, most of the players that I traded are hurt anyway. Yeah, so, true. Justin Jefferson, right? He wouldn't out. be helping you. Yeah, Dell out for the season. I yeah. mean, I don't know, man. It's it, it's you just gotta just live carpe diem, man. I mean, I I don't know what next year will bring, um, and I'm not too worried about it. I'm I'm just worried about this week and uh, staying staying where I'm at. Okay, all right. Well, just before before we go, one question: If let's just say we play this out, Monday morning comes, you lost, you're being relegated. Who do you hope wins the farm to take your roster? Would you rather it be hanging with Hernandez or Booyah? I am rooting for hanging with Hernandez because hanging with Hernandez is an original farm team. Uh, she's not had she's had some not so great seasons, mm-hmm. but she's due for a big win, and I'm I'm hoping for that upset this weekend. So I'm rooting for her, and uh, she's still got the best team name in the league. So you can't <laughs> go wrong with that. <laughs> I agree. I hope that she gets the dub too. I'd like to see that. I'd also like to see Booyah have to stick around in the farm, but uh, I, I don't know what I hope for you. I don't know what I hope because either way, it's just, it's, it's content gold for us. So I am excited to watch it play out. Uh, I don't envy your likely anxiety levels that will occur over the weekend. So uh, best of luck to you. Hopefully you get everything you wished for and everything works out. All right. Thanks, Kamish. Looking forward to it. All right. Later. Peace. I'm a big dude, and I got a big appetite. Where am I going to eat today? That looks pretty good. Authentic. Spicy beef. I'm going to eat this with a fork. What you got there? Crab legs? All you can eat. I'm going to lasso me some egg rolls. Star. Good for a hungry man like me or the whole family. Even the little critters. I'll eat all right beneath the light of a China star. All right, next matchup. This one's the big one. This one's for all the marbles. This one is for the hammer. And it is the same level fantasy football league championship with none other than high decibels at terrible tally. We're going to start since high decibels has been on the show before. We're going to start with tally, man. What's going on, dude? What's happening? How are you? How's your Christmas? Christmas has been good. I did, however, cut myself up all over the place trying to put together a basketball hoop. How was your night? Uh, it was fantastic. Um, I am very spoiled by holding courts. Uh, going to be going and seeing the New Jersey Devils versus the Bruins this weekend coming up on Saturday. Oh, sick. That's a big one. I'm not too much of a hockey man, but I know that those two, I mean, those are hockey towns. Well, those are big, big time hockey towns right now. I mean, Bruins are the Bruins, original six, but yeah. the uh, Devils are uh, seeing a resurgence in their team. Uh, a lot of young talent. And it's going to be an exciting one. It's going nice to be a barn gift. burn, hopefully. Nice. Well done, yeah, Golden Court. Right? What did you get her? Let's compare that real quick. Um, <laughs> so I, she's very down to earth. So uh-huh. finding stuff for her is really hard. Um, 
So last couple of years, I've tried to do like boho stuff for her office and some nostalgic stuff. Um, when she was growing up, she used to have like these uh, TV trays that her grandparents used to have. Okay. And if you're familiar with like the old school TV trays, you know, they fold out. Yes. They're really like metal. But I'm a big, like, a I was a huge Mad Men fan. So I've, I'm familiar with yes. the TV tray. Yes. So I went like scouring the earth to find these TV trays that matched identically to what she had <laughs> ah, wow. uh, with her grandparents. And I found them. And I don't know that I can ever like reach that level of like gift giving again, because it's such a like, yeah. you know, a warming, like soul type building thing. But anyways, well done. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was last year, this year, um, just a lot of like, you know, warm things like uh, she loves her little Ugg boots. So I re-upped some Ugg boots for her and uh, we did okay. a lot of like uh, games and like kind of just bringing like family together type stuff. So, so, so you um, say you're saying that you did a better job last year. I did a better job last year. This year <laughs> I was kind of like scrambling to find something that like <laughs> I was scrambling to find something that really hit the mark. I don't I know that it. I really did that well, but um yeah, she she tends to be like way above me on the gift giving tip. Sounds um, like it. That's... Like when we first when we first started dating, sorry to interrupt. No, oh, yeah. Um, when we first started dating, she bought me like a three hundred dollar car stereo. Wow. Like it was only like months that we, yeah, right. So like, how do you compete with somebody who's like banging out these amazing gifts? Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, what do I do? How do I how do I compete? And well, congrats. I, I, I kind of thank you. Thank it's you. all coming together for you. Not being able. It's all coming together. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, you got an amazing season so far. So you you went 23 and six, at least I think that that might include last week too, but 23 and six is ridiculous. A, a crazy coaching rating. You and Booyah were back and forth all year for the power rankings. Uh, and you had, I mean, CBS is telling me here that you had the 12th easiest or 12th most difficult schedule. So it was kind of like an easier road, but I don't think that really matters. You, I think are also going to be the hypothetical champion. So what do you think overall in 2023 was like your strongest point other than Tyreek Hill? Um, well, right out of the gate, unfortunately for smoking bullets and taking uh, Justin Jefferson was like, you know, the, the beginning of the end for him. And I feel bad for, I feel bad for him. Yeah. Sorry, smoking blunt. Shout out to you. I love you kid. Uh -huh. Um, but he left the door open for me to take who is arguably one of the best wide receivers right now. And um, that just kind of set the table. Amon Ra, I kind of had a feeling like he was going to do great. Cup, there was no certainty to that. Yeah. But when I started going through the drafting, I was like, all right, how am I going to approach this? Am I going to go like RB deep or am I going to try and like hit the, the wide receiver uh, uh, jackpot and then kind of fill in? And as the season progressed, like early on, I think it was like two or three weeks in, maybe even week four, mm. Kyrene came available and nobody had known about him. And I was just like, you know what, let's let's jump on this and see what happens. And I don't normally I'll do a stack like a QB stack or a wide receiver stack or whatever. But I don't normally like stack like running back and wide receiver on the same team. Yeah. Fair. And that has that once Cooper came back like that kind of worked. I mean, he had a couple of good games, went dip down, came back. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, I've just been like wide receiver jackpot defense. I've been pretty fortuitous with, I think Bates actually, unfortunately dropped the Browns weeks ago <laughs> yeah. and then I snagged them. Yeah. Yeah. She um, did. so things have just kind of, yeah, things have kind of, uh, worked out really well for me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not over till it's over. We got one more big yeah. game to go. So I'll we'll give it see, to you on that. I will say. That. 
Kyron Williams, definitely, other than Tyreek Hill, is probably the linchpin to your success this season so far. You've had a great team top to bottom. If I'm also comparing quickly, you and Booyah have very similar rosters in that you both have been starting Amon Ross St. Brown and Tyreek Hill for quite some time now. Uh, So so I think that makes sense as to why you're both in the championship game. On the other side of the coin, though, this is this is I think this matchup is going to be very interesting. The farm championship, I feel like, is very lopsided. Booyah is heavily favored in that one. It's going to take a miracle probably for Hernandez to make it. But for Hernandez. Yeah. yeah. High decibels, though. What's up, man? How are you feeling after having that wild card success last week? Uh, same as last week. Or the you know, semifinals last good, week. Yeah. Well, it's the same feeling where you you get, you do really well. And now it's two weeks in a row really well. And right. most of that was because of Amari Cooper. I had some total yeah. duds in Addison. And I mean, I was, but I mean, Amari Cooper saved me. I mean, even though I was still won by like a handling by like 20. Yeah. But I just don't like seeing, you know, 120 plus leading up to the biggest game of the year. It's just like, yeah. I, it, I'm, asking for a major downfall yeah premature fantasy <laughs> ejaculation something like that right yeah exactly <laughs> so last week you had addison with like what did he get like less than one point yeah it was like 0.7 oh he God. left the game though okay all right well that makes sense if he was actually out then that's different than him just not getting the targets and whatnot you know and in unusual fashion but you did have cooper make up for that uh i think mccaffrey had a, a normal you know mortal game uh maybe right yeah. last week so 23 something like that yeah that's a mortal game and and then they're they're projecting him only for 21 because of your your vaunted commander's defense do you think mccaffrey puts up <laughs> 21 or is he gonna go oh he's gonna smoke him yeah. he's gonna <laughs> smoke him <laughs> very easy that's um, why i've got kittle in there i mean yeah, wait, yeah i still got kittle, kittle in there just because our defense is absolutely horrid over under right. on that game 49 and a half uh, yeah it's someone's Ooh. gonna get the points and it's probably gonna be kittle and mccaffrey if i had to guess um but the top of your lineup, the crown jewel of your lineup is Jalen Hurts. I mean, I guess it's McCaffrey, but, you know, everybody looks at the quarterbacks. And Jalen Hurts is projected to go off for 30 points this weekend against Arizona. It is a home game. It's over under is 48 points. Eagles are favored by 10 and a half. It's all the writing is there that says Jalen Hurts should have a monster game. But this projection right now, the overall projection is tally wins 112 to 104. And Jalen Hurts in that 104 puts up 30. So CBS is saying that you're going to have a good week, Decibels, but it's going to be mostly Jalen Hurts. What do you think about that? I think you're probably right. I mean, just from a, you know, a long view of it but i mean any one of my guys like i said last week i've got such high ceiling on these guys like you know kittle can go off cooper can obviously go off addison put up 30 so i mean any and the raiders have been on a freaking tear i don't I mean i can't believe they're only uh projected for 10 yeah but i, I mean it's just about it who hits and who doesn't if, if i get a few to hit then i got a shot if not then i'll probably put up 80 and take second place yeah. All right, Tally, uh, let's let's play out a scenario yeah. real quick. Let's pretend that it is Monday yeah. morning and you have lost. Why did you lose? Well, well hold on. Monday, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Detroit still has the Monday night game. Is there a Monday night game this week? I believe that's the Monday night game. Detroit game is on Saturday. They flexed it to, to it's a on Saturday, Saturday game. Yeah, okay. It's a Saturday game. So, all right. So they were, they're technically, okay, go ahead. So it's Monday night football on Saturday. Night. Oh yes. I Got love it. when okay. they do that. Okay. All right. That's fantastic. Anyways. So uh, hit me with the question again. So yeah, how do you morning, lose this? I've Let's lost. pretend that you lost. How did you lose? 
How do I lose? So, I mean, as HD has said, anybody on our roster, or at least his, but also mine, I feel, can go off at any moment. Like, you have that yeah. high ceiling on both these rosters, um, which has put us to where we are. Um, if I'm to lose, ooh, it's probably going to be my stack. It'll probably be Goff and St. Brown yeah. um, against Dallas. That's that's the only one that I'm kind of concerned about. Like, losing Herbert a couple weeks back, the Herbs... Yeah. Um that that was that was kind of rough, but their their season's been garbage anyways, and I don't know that they necessarily would have thrown him out there um at this point if they if he was still available. So, yeah, going back to it, I think Goff he's been fantastic, but he really hasn't other than the one game like two weeks back when I was on bye, he hasn't gone off for more than like 20 25 points. So that would be my biggest concern. How many points um, do you want have... on Saturday between golf and St. Brown? How oh. many points would be, would make you confident on Saturday night? As long as everybody's hitting their mark plus a little bit, I'm not, I'm not going to be greedy here. Um, I, I will be confident going into Sunday, Monday, like, so like 30. Yeah. I mean, if they're, if, if golf is hitting his 17, I'd say 20, 20, 20 to 22, and then, uh, Brown is hitting like 15 to 20. Totally happy. I know that there's so many weapons in that offense that it's really hard now to just focus down on St. Brown. You have two great running backs. Yeah. Um, their, their tight end Laporta is just insane as a rookie. Like it's just been, it's been a fantastic season for them. So yeah, those two would be my biggest concern. Not necessarily St. Brown, but more so golf getting at the St. Brown. Decibels else has to, uh, let's, I, I think that they're going to go off. I think that the, the Dallas Cowboys are hitting a bit of a, a rough patch. I think their defense is definitely letting up a little bit more recently. The over under in this matchup is 53 and a half, but on decibel Ooh. side, we're going to probably figure out a little bit more, uh, before Saturday decibels. How much do you need from Cooper on Thursday night? Amari Cooper, at home versus the Jets, he's projected for only eleven, but he 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 literally drove your team's bust last week with like forty points. So, how many do you need from Cooper on a Thursday night in the finals? Uh, Eighteen would be perfect. Yeah, I agree. I, you're going to need at least at least fifteen. I think he needs to outdo his projection. I think you need to get up. I'm calling the rare Elijah Moore game. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a stinger. That'd be a stinger. It would be a stinger. It'd be a, it'd be a dagger for sure. Man. But I mean, I'd say the reason I'd lose would be it's going to be me because I'm going to make all the wrong start sit decisions mm -hmm. once again. And Jordan Addison will put up three if I don't start Dobbs and Dobbs will put up 17. Brandon Cooks will put up 18. Rodriguez. Chris Rodriguez will yeah. put up 24 yeah. and Zamir White gets hurt in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that happening. Now, I will say if we're zooming out a bit, Tally's been in the LOL since like the BGG. So like years and years and years. High decibels versus Tally. This has happened quite uh, quite a lot. Uh, and right now it says high decibels leads the series 16 to 8. So I don't know, man. Yep. I feel like decibels will pull it out somehow. I feel like he's got... Ooh. If he does, decibels, let's play this out. Let's play the opposite <laughs> question out. It's Monday morning. You won. How did you win? McCaffrey put up 39. Yeah. That was kind of an easy question, I guess. Other than what else, <laughs> but what else happened? Like, uh, McCaffrey goes nuts, and then you also had to have something else happen. Like, it's Jalen Hurts, or well, is everybody, it... If everybody hits their projections and, and McCaffrey goes off, that's it. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, those those are I mean I think if I'm if I'm 
being objective, I think Tally has a better roster. I think that Decibels is very top heavy. You know, some people are into that. Some people are into a fuller figure. Some people just want it heavy oh, on top. Sure. But yeah, I, I, more of a power bottom. Right. I think that Tally's lineup is thick all the way down. And and it and to punctuate it, I said this in the farm preview to with the Browns defense going up against the Jets on a Thursday night game. They're already projected for 21. I think they scored like 30 last week. They they scored a lot of points last week. Uh, the Browns are probably going to put a nail in in decibels on Thursday night. I feel like if they hit that projection, it's game over at that point. But I don't know if I'm if I'm being objective. I think right now I'm going to have to go with tally. But tally confidence meter one to ten. How confident are you in winning this matchup? Um, so laying it out, I was more fearful and, and no shot at blitz or HD. I was more fearful of who came out of the semifinal that I was going to face because Bates has had such a huge boomer bust season where she scored like 140, 150, yeah. 120 something. So that if, if she just hit that mark and she had the potential to do it, that she would just knock me out of the, out of the whole entire contention mm-hmm. and to see her players kind of trickle um made me that much more confident when i got past her yeah so shout out to babes because that was the scariest matchup for me honestly (laughs) um and you know what the only way to to win the championship i feel is to go through the champion and to be the man you got to beat the man period that's the way that's the way it goes yeah I so, agree. I was looking forward to this matchup. I, I love Blitz. He kicked my ass last time, or actually the two two championships ago before oh, uh, right. I got my butt kicked against um, Proper. So, right. so I've had a bad here. string. I've had a bad string. I'm 0-2 right now. Um, I lost uh, Brown to my Patriots the week before his ankle and lost to, to Blitz. Mm-hmm. I, didn't pick, I didn't pick up Perry from seattle literally an hour i dragged my toes and then proper picked him up and he went off for 40 points on me and <laughs> killed me and now now i'm here for a third time so man it always it no. always tickles me when you guys remember the minutia the minute details of like how you were fucked that year oh, you know stings. half it a decade stings. Ago. you carry that weight you carry that weight with you so much so all right give it to me one to ten what's your confidence right now you said it's pretty good Sorry. Yeah, I lost track. I apologize. Um, I would say I'm up at an eight. I'm eight? up at an eight. All right. Decibels, yeah. one to ten confidence meter. I would have said five, but I'm going to say six because I've been here before, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you were just here. You just won this. You've been in this. You just won it. But still, you didn't bump it up that much. No, but yeah. seriously, Tally, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I appreciate you guys taking some time out of your weekends and your Christmas break to uh, chat on this nonsense with me. I wish you best of luck to both of you. I hope both of you could win. You know, I, I, I don't know who I'm rooting for here. I got a brother in it. I got someone that has been in the LOL for a long time that's never won it before. I'd like to see that, too. So I'm torn. I think I win either way. It's good to see both of you guys here. Congratulations and best of luck. Thank you for joining me, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Talk soon. Later. I'm big dude, and I love my mama. You heard me. That's why I'm taking her to China Star for Mama's Day. How you doing, Ma? They got shrimp in a meat suit. They got salmon swimming in butter. She loves 
this. Spicy beef. I do like it. Spicy beef. Load up, Bob. It's all you can eat. For Mother's Day, if you're in a rut, go to China Star and fill her gut. Your mama likes China Star. And we're back. Time to end the show. Time to end the season, basically. We're ending the season this week, guys. I know, it's sad. It's sad, but everything's bittersweet, right? It's time to take a break from all this. You know, I know we're not we're not leaving the toxicity behind like we did last season or the season before that and the one before that, one before that. But we're now. I, I think that leaving fantasy for for eight months is good. It's good for my brain. I don't know about you guys, but I do too much. And I don't just mean like the man hours or the physical labor or whatever I'm actually physically doing. I just mean like a lot of my brain power and time is devoted to fantasy football. And I think it's going to be nice to reclaim some of it for three quarters of the year. It's nice. It is. It's um, something to look forward to when you don't have the championship on the line and you're not about to be relegated. It's nice to just be like, you know what? I'm going to start painting. <laughs> I'm not. That would be really embarrassing. Uh, I'm not good at painting. Uh, but, uh, you know, probably do more gardening. I'm excited for the springtime. I'm excited for soccer. I'm excited for the kids to get out of school for the summer. I'm excited. There's a lot of shit to look forward to. So all the other stuff that we have left in the season is very important because it kind of tees up all the stuff that you're going to return to when we come back in August. So when we look at the sports book this weekend, don't take it lightly. All right. I think we went over this with fornicators talking, uh, chatting with the masters. He does best in LOL matchups. Go gamble on the LOL matchups. It's where you're going to make the most schmeckles. And this is the last weekend. You can do that. So go gamble, go use your lock. If you haven't used your lock yet, all right, this is your final week. And if you can't, I'm sorry. All right, if somebody already played on Thursday, that's kind of the, the breaks. But uh, if they haven't, cue it up, man. Throw a lock out there. You might as well. It's a freebie. It's a freebie. If you've waited this long, you've literally just forgotten about it. So just use it if you can. Also, five teams left in Eliminator. I shouldn't remind you again, but I will because it's kind of cool. So check that out if you want to see their, their histories. I think, again, I mentioned this before. Uh, I will say it again, if you, to anyone listening still, after all of this nonsense in today's show, uh, you're the ones I need to talk to about this. I need good ideas for Eliminator. Eliminator needs to be spicier. It's too boring. It needs, something needs to be done. It's an embarrassment that we have it. We should be doing something cooler. Holler. Holler at me. Figure it out. Just figure it out. All right. What else? Terrible Tally's going to win the cup. God damn it. I love the cup. And next year, it's going to look way different. It's going to be fucking big. That's what she said. Also, on that note, start jotting down people that you'd like to nominate. And I want these to be for sure people that are going to be in on a league that's going to cost them, let's say, 50 bucks. And I'm pulling that number out of my ass. It could be different. But I'm assuming it'll be right around there. Something cheap. I know that's probably a lot to to some people. 50 bucks for a full NFL season of fantasy. Give me a break. But that new level is going to make the cup 
50% bigger. We're going to pull back on some of the buys. Almost everyone is going to be in the first round. It's going to be nuts. I think that's pretty much it. I think. I keep saying that. This time of year, we have so much going on. I feel like I forget something every time. Um, I just going through the notes real quick. Uh, best of luck to Coheeds to upset Fornicators in the Second Chance Championship. Best of luck to Hanging with Hernandez to upset Booyah in the Farm Championship. Best of luck to Gone Deep to upset Smoking Blunts because that would be hysterical and sad and all of those things all put together in the AOL final for same level. Uh, best of luck to AOL to pull out that second chance championship. He's been a champ all season here on the podcast. Love that. And best of luck to my bro. Best of luck to high decibels to somehow pull out the upset over terrible tally to retain the championship this weekend. I don't think it's actually going to happen. I'm sorry. But best of luck to him. I hope he figures out a way to do it. I mean, he's going to have to do it without Amari Cooper. He's going to have to do it solely on the back of Jalen Hurts and Christian McCaffrey, which are two big, solid backs to do anything on. That's what she said. So best of luck to you guys to, to pull out the victories there. Best of luck to everybody. Set your lineups, right? Just do that. Set your lineups. So let's get into everybody's favorite segment of the week. We got a couple of voicemails. And I'm just going to jump right into it. Pops Pibble here, just checking in, saying, uh, bad luck to once. Called it. Called it, called it, called it. Called it. I'm staying up. Bye-bye. <laughs> Flagrant foul. No, stop it. Stop saying you called it. It's not nice. All right? Putting a meme of yourself staring at a television with the CBS scores. It's not nice. You're rubbing his nose in it. All right, just be, you can be happy for yourself without rubbing his nose in it. I'm sorry, Blunts. I shouldn't have played that. Damn it, proper. All right, let me. All right, let's try and change the vibe here a little bit because that's just mean. All right, is this really that log? Oh my God. Next voicemail. Hold on, hold on, guys. Just trying to get my leg up on that couch here. <laughs> AOL for life here. <laughs> sprained my ankle. I was doing my yearly holiday volunteering down at the uh, senior center and sure. trying to teach them the gritty. Got a little <laughs> carried away there. Hurt myself. Anyway, let's take a look at some of the final games of the year. Yes. What a sad time of the year. Anyway, looking at the Omega, let me get my 20-sided dice out here. <laughs> uh, hammer toes versus ball cheese or ball spice, <laughs> ball spire, something. Got it. Anyway, I got to kind of lean toward ball spice. Yeah. The talent advantage with Allen at quarterback and the 49ers D, I'm going to give it to balls. Balls fire. Excuse me. <laughs> Fantasy football league, same level, Towley versus high decibel. This is the equivalent of when New England was undefeated. Yeah. And the Giants came in. And <laughs> just eked it out. Now, granted, Tally's 23 and 6, but that's almost like being undefeated in fantasy football. High Decibel's coming in at 15 and 15 on a roll with McCaffrey. Hurts needing to make up some ground. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have to give it to High Decibel. Wow. I think we're going to look at an upset here. Um, <laughs> yes. 
I mean, it's tough defense for Tally. Some of his players, Hill going up against Baltimore, Golf versus Dallas. Yep. Just some bad matchups. I think we're going to see a tight one there. I'm going to give it to Decibels. Wow. Over in the AOL relegation, uh, Blunt's first gone deep. I'm going to give the advantage to Blunt. Mm. On paper, he's just got way too much talent. I think he's going to have enough to uh, to stay with us up in the uh, in the big leagues. <laughs> and then finally, Booyah versus hanging hanging with Hernandez down in the farm league. I think this is going to be the closest of all the matchups. Uh, I think in the end, the Browns' defense is just going to outpoint. Thank you. Booyah's Eagles defense. That may be the difference right there. So we'll see. Then again, what difference does it make what my opinion is? Anyway, I hope everybody had a great Christmas and head into a great new year and uh, should be some exciting football. That's it for me. AOL for life. Audi 5000. Thank you, AOL. Excellent voicemail. I just saw the the length and I was like, oh, no, this is going to be fornicators telling me all about some base in Miami. But no, he ran down every single matchup. He did a little mini LOL show right there. I agree. You know what I liked the most about that was just the thought of Cleveland's defense. The the Cleveland defense is, is a fucking game changer. And I know that is the game going on right now. Right. The game. Let me see. I'll pull up my scores. I can't remember who was on Thursday night. Hanging with Hernandez. Yeah, it was Brown's defense. All right, right now it is the third quarter with eight minutes to go. The Brown's defense still have 23 points. They have given up uh, 17 actual points. Uh, they have given up 230 yards. They have a defensive touchdown, an interception, a fumble recovery, a sack, a BFB. What is a BFB? I love seeing acronyms on a defensive score that I got no idea what that is. BFB, big fucking balls, Browns, BFB. So I he I think he might be right. I think he's on to something. I think we're on to something. The Cleveland defense could have been the, the difference in the farm championship. All right. Let's get moving on, though. Next voicemail. Decibels here. Uh-oh. Just got the news. Amari Cooper ain't playing. <laughs> Puts up 46 fucking points. <laughs> And then his little heel hurts in the championship. <laughs> oh, now I got to choose between fucking Addison, Doobs, Dobbs, and Cooks. Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. But you know what? You got to, you got to have the hammer for a whole year. You did. You know, she uh, Big TDs has to send... Uh, Lil Ham along, whether it's up to Connecticut to to hang with Hernandez or, or Brooklyn to Booyah, she's going to have to get rid of it. So you might also get to send it to Maine. You know, maybe you guys could even like, I don't know, maybe is how, how close is Coheeds? You could send them both to Coheeds for cheaper and then he could get it to Tally. I don't know. There's silver linings here. Silver linings. It was nice, though, while it lasted, right? And plus, you've already been champion before. You want a third time? You want a third time? Tally's never won it. Give me a break. Come on. Try to get sympathy from me. No sympathy for the winners. All right, let's see. How many more voicemails do we have? We got one more. It's a quickie. 
It's a quickie. Let's get it out of here. I'm safe, bitches. <laughs> this is Big T. <laughs> As a big fan of the farm, I like hearing that. Uh, that she is so thrilled in that she won her, her AOL semi. She's safe. She doesn't have to go up against smoking blunts this week. She gets to just chill. She's going to have a nonsense matchup against proper and she will be safe. Big TDs. Congratulations. She, for those that don't know, big TDs won the farm last year. She went up to same level. And as you've seen all year, it's been not so good, not so good for big TDs. She's been tumbling down the standings all season. Very pessimistic. Uh, at the holiday gala, she was very sad. She was like, I'm not going to win. I'm going to be relegated. This is going to be bad. And that's not what happened. She pulled out a, an amazing victory in almost the last minute. She didn't have to go all the way to the bottom. And she made it. She made it another year in same level. And I'm proud of her. I am. I'm proud of you, sis. You did it. I would love to be up there too. But you know what? If anyone else has to be up there instead of me, I'm glad it's you. And if anyone else has to be anywhere but here, it's me. I got to get out of here. You guys know what that means. It's time to get the fuck out of here. <sighs> We're almost done with the holiday season, guys. You know what that means? We're almost done with the fantasy season. It's all the bittersweet you can take. It's like a bar of raw chocolate. Just, ugh. I love it, but it's, it's over. It's all, like, fleeting, right? Fantasy football is fleeting. And I, I, I wish everyone the best. I hope everyone enjoyed their seasons. Even when you lose, sometimes you win, right? Fornicators on the sports book. You, you got to lose some to win too, right? That's what they say. Winning doesn't feel great unless you lose some. Gabagool. You can't just come in here and win the farm on your first try. Booyah. You got to lose some first, all right? You got to take a second. Smell the flowers. Enjoy your surroundings. Enjoy the losses, and then you can actually respect the victory, right? And I think someone like Terrible Tally has done that long enough. Hail to the higher level. I got a big appetite. That's why I love China Star. I want to put that egg roll in my mouth hole. Sometimes I'm just too busy. You heard me. I'm going to dial me up some China Star. Send me over some of that authentic spicy beef. It's like the buffet's right in my house. Sweet and sour. Don't forget the wontons. 942-9999. Call China Star. Stay in and dine. <laughs>